Hello, my name's James Pikeway. Welcome to Podaholics. And a little podcast extra for you from our Doc Talk show. As you know, Jenna and I talk about so many crazy things. And we had this great, great plan to talk about body odor and hair loss. And I don't know, we started chatting about creativity. And this is what we ended up with for this podcast extra. Give it a listen. You're going to love it. And then I don't know, it just kind of came to me. So I think I had an Elizabeth Gilbert moment. Did, did, and actually, we, I, I wrote this up in a, a little bit of an editorial for Creative Mornings because we, uh, we got our newsletter coming out. And I've been watching all these, these uh, TED videos for one of my classes, public speaking. And we watch them for what the people do that is awful and what they do that is good. And, and so Elizabeth Gilbert, this is Finding Your Inner Genius or whatever. It's something like that. 2000 and... 11 maybe is when that speech was done. Worth watching. And so the idea of the genius is, Greek and Romans, the genius wasn't a person, it was a thing. And you, everyone had a genius. So in the Roman days, and I'm just, this is paraphrasing her. So, you know, Miss Gilbert, you're listening to our podcast. And you're going, James, you ripped me off here. I was like, no, no, this is you. She would say, look, and I'm almost worried for her ears. This is really embarrassing because I'm like plagiarizing her at this point. But no, we're talking about her. So I'm giving her credit, no, right? No, you're referencing I'm it. referencing, you're re yeah, you're yeah. Referencing. Which, and, and I hate to say it, but the, her delivery of her speech really is terrible. But she might be a bit annoyed now. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> the content's there, but she doesn't pause enough. And she uses a lot of ums and, like, you know. And I'm, you not, know. I'm not going to say anything about that. But but I've, I've, I've ripped off a couple of the things she does in her speech. And I actually used one as a, a, a reference, uh, an homage to Elizabeth Gilbert in the little piece I wrote where she says, stick with me. It all comes around. And I really like that. <laughs> I'm going to try and use that up forever. But she, so the idea. I, I've, I'm totally lost at where this story is. I know is. you're going to. So the thing <laughs> is, she was saying, and so her whole speech is about, we need to go back to this thinking where it's not you're the genius, but you have a genius because when you're the genius, that's just, especially in a creative way of thinking, that's way too much pressure. Like what if, and, and she, she did this speech on the heels of her second book coming out that as she calls it, follows the freakishly successful first book, Eat, Pray, Love. And then she had her second one coming. Oh, this is the lady yeah, that yeah. wrote Eat, this Pray, Love. Eat, Pray, Love lady. And then she's talking about her second book's coming out and everyone's saying, oh, are you, are you nervous? It's not going to be as good as your first book. And, and that's that kind of provoked her talk saying, you know, th that I did this genius work and it's me and now I've got to do this other one and are you going to be able to live up to the success and are you going to be able to do it? And that creates so much pressure and anxiety. And then when you start looking at the history of creative people and how many of them take their lives, you know, and, and why are they doing that? Because of the stress, because this, this pressure, they've got to live up to it. And she said, well, what if we went back to the Greeks and the Romans where a genius wasn't you, a genius was a thing that helped you. And everyone had a genius. And she uses the example of the Romans where she says, you know, if, if you were doing a sculpture or a mural or a fresco and it was only okay, everyone knew that it wasn't all your fault because that just meant that day your genius that lived in the walls of your studio didn't do its job. Yeah, but you know how modern day people would take it is, well, how good is your genius? Yeah, well, how that's it. Well, and that's the thing. Everyone's mine. genius is not the same. And and so there is the possibility that that... And she, and she does a great example of she talks about this, this dancer, and I guess it's a Spanish dancer, because she's saying, then she talks about how Allah, Allah got, got moved forward to ole, ole, and it's like that, I, I see, and, and, and she talks about it literally like that, it's like, in that embodiment of that work, I see God, I see 
this amazing thing. I see this, this excellent thing happening that is transcendental. It is no longer just that person. It is something more. It is ole, ole. And, and she said, that happened, but that doesn't happen all the time. You'll go to a performance and you see this person is just on fire. And then another time it's like, yeah, they were good, but it wasn't good as the last time. And she's saying, that's when your genius hasn't done its job. It's, you've done your job. And she, and she says, keep going out there and keep giving it 100%. And some days it's going to be brilliant because your genius has taken that moment and just elevated you to something spectacular. And the next day it might not be as good. Do you know, that's so interesting, partly because of this genius idea and it being almost like a third party that's involved in helping somebody. But also you referenced how a lot of creative people take their lives. And I think I wrote something a while ago called The Curse of the Creative because it's something that I think oh, we're all aware Time of. Time to go pull that out. Well, it, it's not. It was just like a small blog post, James. I love but, those posts. But the point is, is that I'd always taken it as a lot of creative people feel a bit unique or they're outcasted because yeah. as a population of humans, our natural instinct is to reject anything that doesn't stick within the boundaries of normal. Yeah. And that's changing as time goes on because what is normal anymore? Yeah. People can do what they want. You know, I look back, I was even watching an episode, um, a really great show last night of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh, yeah, with, yeah. Which one? Which children. one? Um, Daisy, it was like one about little Bo Peep and Daisy. Okay, okay. And at the end, it's got the really great song that the boys love and we all have a little dance to. Um, hot dog, hot dog, <laughs> hot diggity dog, that one. Yeah. And um, and anyway, uh, that you see all the, the, the female characters have all got the bow and the little yeah, yeah. skirts and the heels and the boy characters, you know, they don't they have the little underpants on and yeah. just some flat shoes. And I was thinking about how that wouldn't happen nowadays. No. Like you wouldn't do that because we don't apply not just gender roles, but roles for anybody. But I think in the past especially, and it still happens a little bit, but much more so years ago, is idea. They, they were just totally rejected. And, and then imagine being outcast for your life if you are someone that comes up and you think differently and you have a different idea out of the box. I never thought about the pressure that creative people go through, like yeah. you mentioned. And, you know, that must also be absolutely awful because if you've done something before, you've got to live up to it. You have been listening to a podcast extra on Podaholics. If you want to hear the entire podcast or what else we've been doing here, www.podaholics.com. Share the link. Thanks a lot for listening.